Welcome to Game Pass News. We are recording on May 5th, uh, 2022. It says the return of the 5th or the, or the 6th or right. Is that how that works or something like that? I don't know. We're going to be talking about Xbox, though, not not uh, not Star Wars. Uh, we're going to be talking about Halo. We're going to be talking about how Halo has made Paramount awesome. We're going to be talking about the Embracer Group, the Embracer Group, which nobody knew about until uh, this week. And uh, now everybody thinks is really cool. And we got Tomb Raider things just to go along with that as well. Hey, I'm Nick, and this is my co-host, Sean. Man, what a week. How have you been? Uh, I'm, I'm great. It's been an interesting week. That Embracer Group news was was interesting. It's like it's made Xbox look like tiny compared to the amount of creators and groups that they have. It's just unreal. I look a little bit of reading. I was like, wow. Those guys have uh, very quietly behind the scenes been buying everything up. Yeah, apparently, and uh, nobody cared until they bought uh, until they bought Crystal Dynamics and Idos and I don't know something else. But anyways, we'll get into that. Uh, it has been a crazy week, huh? So, uh, what well, you're like? What's been going on? Uh, uh, Lindsay, Lindsay has some surgery. Um, just minor stuff. She's doing okay. She's just in a bit of pain. Um. I did a, a lot of work in 32 hours yesterday that I was awake, which was nice. Great stuff. For <laughs> more than a day. That um, is crazy. I can't yeah, do that. Played a, play, played a lot of games. Yeah, so you stayed up for 32 hours. Of course you did. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't want to admit this, but I finished a game while I was at work. <laughs> Just <laughs> interesting. <laughs> don't say that often, but yeah. Hey, when you're a dad that finishes at work, that's something that, uh, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Drew Drew and John are going to come after me for that. You finished at work? That's right. I, uh, you know, um, we're, we're, never mind. I'm going to stop before I get myself in trouble. Um, yeah, so life's been good. I've been, uh, I've been enjoying, uh, I've been enjoying all these drops we've been doing, man. You want to, you want to chat about, uh, about this kind of catch up on the listeners on what's been going on? Yeah, so if, you, if you're a follower of us on Twitter, which hopefully you are, you should do, because, you know, we drop cool stuff. We talk about Xbox every week. We give you all the new and latest information about Game Pass, so you should be over there. Uh, or if you're one of our fellow Discordians for the Nintendo Dads, you'll have seen we've dropped a couple of things already. We've teased a new logo. We've, you know, we've launched our new monthly competition, the Achievement Hunters, which comes with some great rewards of, you know, $15 of... Uh, of all Xbox readies for you to buy anything you want, you can put it towards Game Pass every month. Um, so the first game we've dropped is Bug Snacks, fantastic game by Young Horses. Um, they're a great little community that you need to get hold of as well. Uh, this will run till the 31st of May. Um, so play the game, get as many achievements as you can, take a screenshot um, of your achievement list. You can do it in the Xbox app or you can do it via your Xbox uh, take a screenshot there. Um, get that over to us at Discord or, excuse me, DM us over at Twitter. For every five points of game score you get while you're playing this game, um, that gives you one entry into the competition. And then we'll draw that winner out of the list of all the different entries that we get. So the more achievements you unlock, the greater your chance of winning. Kind of works like that. So do that. 
play the game. It's a fantastic game to play. I've done just over 50% of the achievements, so it's easy to do in just a single playthrough of the game. Uh, but yeah, it's great. It's a good laugh. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've been hounding Nick to play it all week, uh, <laughs> but he's he's too busy rolling dice and trying to fight a queen. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to yeah, finish this game. That would be great. Yeah, no, it's really so, exciting. Um, it's been, it's, I just want to thank everybody for, uh, you know, Sean and I've been working on some of these reveals and, and we're not even, we're not even partially the way through, to be honest. We have a lot of stuff to reveal, uh, in the next, in the next uh, five ish days. Um, more exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are pretty excited about it. Uh, but we do want to say thanks to everybody who, if you liked a tweet, if you retweeted, if you commented, whatever, man, you hit us up on discord. We really appreciate that. We've been putting a lot of work into this. You never know how things are going to be received. And we appreciate everybody who has, uh, who has come out to say something, uh, support us in, in whatever manner that looks like for you. We really appreciate it. Um, so our next thing, uh, speaking of community and support and all that jazz, um, we, we teased this morning. We had, we had something else to, uh, to break out. Um, we are excited to announce co-op campaigns. Uh, this is our name for another type of contest we're doing. It is $150 altogether that we are giving away here. Um, three different contests. You get so this is how it works. We uh, we want to get our YouTube subs up to a hundred so that we can live stream. Uh, so if we get a hundred YouTube subs, we will pick from that hundred subscriber list one person. They'll get fifty bucks. If we get to two hundred and fifty followers on Twitch, we will pick from those two hundred and fifty followers one person get fifty bucks. If we get 50 reviews between Podchaser and Apple Podcast, we will pick one name and they will get 50 bucks. All in Xbox uh, uh, store cash, by the way. Xbox shop card or whatever you want. Whatever those things are called. I don't even know to be on Xbox cards. I don't know. Um, that's what they will get. Listen, we we are doing this, guys, because uh, we, we want to bring you more or better or broader quality content. Okay? So if we get 100 subs on YouTube, we get to live stream over there. We get to name our own YouTube channel, and we can bring you more stuff. If we get 250 followers, we'll be eligible for codes. We can bring you more content uh, about games quicker, faster, um, and and more quality. And if we get 50 reviews, then our our reach is further, and it helps our podcast grow, which uh, helps our content get get better and we we want to thank you guys for everything you've done so far and so this is what we're calling co-op campaigns we'll drop something on twitter about it tomorrow morning um and so there's there's still a lot to come we're pretty excited and uh yeah is there any anything i missed no no but like like Nick's saying that this we, we love doing this for you every week we literally spend a lot of time we, we do a lot of chatting like we've been on for an hour we recorded an hour's worth of audio of testing everything, getting everything ready for the next season, making sure that it's going to work flawlessly for you guys. Because God knows we have so many gremlins every now and then, but <laughs> we, we're doing a lot of work in the background to try and make this better for you guys. And you know, the campaigns is the chance for you guys, the listeners, the viewers to help us carry us up, get us through things make it so we can do more stuff for you we can get a wider reach we can inevitably anything we have ever earned from doing any of this we 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 are putting straight back into this we have it is all for you guys so you know please help us out 
it's greatly appreciated. Uh, we love doing this, and mm-hmm. it's a great laugh. So yeah, help. Hundred percent. Yeah, we're we, we're really excited. I mean, we are giving away over three hundred dollars in cash over this year. If you guys reach yeah. the co- if you guys reach the co op campaigns, and we got the achievement hunters, we're giving over we're giving away three hundred over three hundred bucks in cash. So hundred yeah. percent. And all these changes that are coming, it, it, these have been coming since like Christmas. Too long, man. Too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like the the amount of times we've kind of sat there and gone to each other, should we just drop it already? Should we? Just get this stuff going. We, we have been helped with the next two weeks. We are so excited about because we've got so much cool stuff coming for you guys. It is unreal. It's so difficult to kind of contain that excitement. So, yeah. Yep. 100%. Look forward to it because we are. Yeah, that's, that's right. Look forward to it. Go. Dang it. Um, all right. That's enough about us. Uh, we just wanted to get you up to date on what we've been doing on Twitter in case you're not there or in case you're busy because you have life and that happens. Um, uh, enough about us. We are going to move on to top stories, starting uh, with Halo Infinite Season 2, The Lone Wolves. Uh, uh, either I've heard it described as Baby Battle Royale or uh, like a survivor mode. Uh, Twelve people in one arena, last person wins, basically. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I it's uh, I don't know. Over the last week, I've kind of been, you know, I've been introduced to the Xbox Drive with Sean Capri's group, which is great. They seem to have really, really excited about this new season. But then I've also been I'm part of the the Corgi cult, which is a completely different kettle of fish, and uh, and they seem to be giving it a really hard time, saying that you know this isn't what they expected. It's not they're not enjoying it. There's there's issues that need to be done by free for free in terms of like. Uh, supply drops that need to change and stuff like that because people are just camping on them. I personally haven't had any time with this. Um, I'm going to have to re-download the game to play it. I just haven't got around to that yet because I've been trying to play different stuff that's dropped over the last couple of weeks. Um, and I've been playing too much Bug Snacks. So, um, But yeah, it's 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 been hit with mixed reviews. I'm interested to try it because I, I, I like me a bit of Battle Royale. Everybody knows that I've hopped on about Warzone so much. It's unreal. Um, so trying the Halo version of, of a Battle Royale would be interesting. So I do want to give it some tries. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Hambone's in the house. How you doing, man? Thanks for uh, stopping by. We really appreciate it. Um, so I tried it. I tried it. I'm not going to say I tried a lot of it. I tried you, two. You kept that quiet. <laughs> I did. You're right. Yeah. Um, I tried two campaigns of it. Or two, like, two rounds of it and that's it um so i'm certainly not like the end all be all here's my biggest issue that i see with it for a guy who sucks at these kind of games um you get better weapons by killing people okay so i guess that makes some sense but that really means a guy like me ain't got no shot because like i'm just trying to live and survive and maybe take out one person and by the time like it gets to it, these people have like grenade launchers, a sniper, a battle, and I here I am with my freaking handgun still because I haven't killed nobody yet. So I don't know, man. I, I I like you get more experience in not in the whole thing, but in that level if you kill if you kill the more people you kill, and I just feel like leveling the playing field with those who are really good makes more sense than like basically just annihilating us folk. But 
Also, I'm not the target audience. I will be the first to say that. So, yeah, you're not a big fan of battle royale PvP multiplayer stuff. So. Exactly. That's 100. percent That's why you need to play it, and you can tell me why I'm completely not, wrong. Not, yeah, not with first-person shooters. You love Knockout City, which was PvP True. But with yeah dodgeball mechanics. So. Yeah, you know why? I know why. It took me a while to figure out why I like the game because in Knockout City, you don't have to aim. Like, you have to lock on, but you don't have to, like, be spot on with, like, trailing the person. Like, the ball follows that guy, and as long as you're within a vicinity, you're going to be good. And that's the thing. I'm just not good at aiming. Like, I'm like, I'm like all over, you know? I'm like, and I'm dead. By the way, it'll be great sound effects for the audio listeners. Um, <laughs> sounds like I just farted, probably. Um, uh, and so it's like by the time by the time I I straighten out my aim, I'm gone. So yeah, but you see, I like I like the aiming aspect of it. Like when I've been playing Resident Evil um, on the VR, I go for headshots only, and it's hilarious because on a controller, it's so difficult to get the whole because you've got the left thumb doing one thing, the right thumb doing another. When you play in the VR, the, the headshots thing is so much fun. <laughs> and honestly, if you could ever get hold of a VR setup and play something where you have to shoot things, the targeting system on those things is great. Right off. Really? Compared All to right. control, yeah. Also, I don't want to have to lay down in my living room for like 30 minutes because <laughs> I played two hours of a video game. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. The, the only <laughs> issue I have with the VR with having to lay down is because... With, when, I, when I did the PlayStation VR, when you moved around in like Skyrim VR, you kind of teleported yourself. So you picked where you were going and you kind of you kind of dotted and dashed everywhere. On the quest with Resident Evil VR, you, you use the thumbsticks to walk around. So one thumbstick will walk around. The other thumbstick, if you want it to, can pan and turn so you can see things. Yeah. Or you can stand, because you stood on a spot, you can turn your body and turn your head. And you walk in the direction that you, if you hold forward all the time, you walk in the direction you're looking. That's the bit that makes me motion sick. <laughs> gotcha. If I was just, if I was just stood still popping zombies off everywhere, I'd be absolutely fine. But it's because like you're walking in and out of rooms, you're walking around caves and caverns and stuff like that. It's kind of that kind of motion that makes me feel a bit. Yeah, that makes sense. I get it. Uh, one day I'll try VR. One day, Sean. Um, all right, so that's that's uh, the Lone Wolves deal. Uh, still don't have co-op campaign, so that's a bummer, and we don't even know when. Um, the, you think they... Go ahead. The, the, the season pass, like the battle pass rewards that are coming with season two of Halo Infinite are amazing. They look fantastic. The whole, like, they've really done some work on, like, the play to the play to win kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. as you get through some of the skins look fantastic so if you are a big collector of of everything you know that's going to be great for you so yeah first for all right halo paramount announced on twitter that uh this is the best halo uh, the series is the best performing series they've had, and they have 6.8 new subscribers. Now, I want to point out to all you Twitter people who are like, well, that's just because they were free, and now they're... I, if you signed up in the first week, you are now paying for Paramount. I know, yeah. 
because I've now paid for Paramount. <laughs> and, and the thing is that people are saying that the Halo series, now they're getting people like who have potentially gone for free to now paying. That Halo series is now steaming up real nice. You're getting the action starting to come in. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've, they've worked, the marketing scheme behind that has worked out really well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's a really good series. I mean, you know, I, I don't know what else to say. There's some cheese involved in it. I mean, I'm not going to say that there's not some of that, but you know, I mean, cheese, maybe, and, butts. cheese and cheese and butts. There you go. Mark that down as a show title: cheese and butts. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say that it's not a little cheesy at times, but overall, it's got a it's got a decent storyline. Uh, it's got a couple of whiny characters that just need to be shot, but they're not going to be because they're I think they're pretty much main characters. Um, yeah, you can't so. shoot Master Chief. <laughs> no, it's not him. Um, uh, and so, yeah. But overall, I really, I, I really enjoyed watching it, and I will keep watching it. And I, they made, they got me to watch 1883. Binge that sucker. That's gone. Um, so yeah, I, so you know, I, I have a question for you. Off the back of now paying for your Paramount Plus subscription, are you going to watch the new Jackass series? No. Now, no. see, I'm, the Jackass series being on a new Jackass series being on Paramount Plus, I could pay for that. <laughs> so I know I saw it. I was like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to yuck on anybody's yum. So hey, same here. You love it. You love it. I'm good. I'm happy for you. I don't get that shit at all, man. I think it is dumb, and I know it's supposed to be. It's literally in the title. But that said, <laughs> I li- I just can't deal. Like I just can't deal. Uh, yeah. so um, I I I just think it's funny. I like the people behind it. Um, I think Johnny Knoxville is an amazing, is a hilarious actor because the stuff that he's done, the, the way he's willing to just go so far is brilliant. I know there's been a lot of tragicness behind the stuff, so the loss of Ryan Dunn, Steve O's drug problem, Bamajera's drug problem in the series stuff, but yeah. I just thought they were funny, and I thought some of the people in mm. it um, were great. But also the producers and the film, the filmers, and the way things are filmed, Jackass birthed a lot of that kind of tongue-in-cheek comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they did a great thing for for reality TV comedy. So let's be honest, they did a great thing for YouTube. <laughs> like, like how many yeah. YouTube channels <laughs> are were born out of like? Well, we can do that. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Literally, YouTube sat there and went, thank you very much, Dick House. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, sure. Why not? Um, so, so, yeah. But no, I mean, obviously, I think Paramount's looking at this and saying, I don't know how much they paid for this or how this deal went down. Uh, I don't know if there's any way to, I don't know if that's public knowledge. But uh, I think they're looking at this saying, this is worth it. 6.8 million new subscribers and uh, our best performing series. We'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. As, as you've got Netflix bombing and trying to put ads and stuff, Paramount are doing really well. So yeah, it's yeah, a good win. Yep, it is. Now I will say, am I staying past um, past Halo? Not at this point. There's nothing I see here. Um, there's nothing I see here that I want to stick around for. I mean, at this point, I'm not. I'm not really a Star Trek fan. Like, not where I'm going to stick around and watch all these series or anything like that. Um, so I'll come back on the next Halo series or 1883. So, you know, they did get that. Uh, they drop another 1883, uh, as I like to call it, the uh, documentary of the Oregon Trail, basically. You know, it's like uh, yeah. it's like the Oregon Good Trail uh, movie series or video game series. 
Um, so anyways, uh, we did get a little bit more news about the showcase. I, I just threw this in here real quick, uh, just to, just to throw you off. Um, 90 minutes, Sean, get your freaking popcorn, 90 minutes in every studio. Let's say that again. Every, every studio has something to show. Yep. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Because I know. With, every, with every studio they own having to say something. There is a great chance we're going to see some absolute bangers of games coming out, and I'm kind of hoping Bethesda are going to drop something big and, and, and interesting. If they go new Fallout game, new Doom game, or new, no, that's it. That's it. If they do another <laughs> Elder Scrolls, off, I don't. I don't want Elder Scrolls. I want. I want Rip and Tower. I want Make God and heavy metal music and Rip and Well, Tower. I, I oh. believe Bethesda has said that they're that Elder. Oh, it's out there. That's not going to happen this year. Um, so, but listen, this, this could be good. Uh, I don't know. I'm a little nervous about this one. These studios need to give actual dates like, like, or at least I want to see stuff this year. Let me say that. I'm trying, I'm stumbling over my words. It needs to be this year. It's not only real dates. They need to give dates that stick. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody can roll over and go. Well, COVID, COVID, COVID's. You know, I, there's a guy that I work with that is literally came to work the other day with COVID because that's how it is now. It's, it's a goddamn cold. Sorry, I know, I know. There's a couple of dads and stuff in the community. Like I know Tim's currently very ill with it, but the, the UK, yeah, he posted in. He's tested positive, unfortunately. Um. But like the UK government had literally turned around and said, look, it's a cold. Drink your goddamn tea, eat your goddamn biscuits, and go to work. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, uh, I just, my big thing is they don't have, they don't have games in this year. And whatever this showcase is, I don't want to hear about what's coming out in 2023. I don't want to see another fairy fluttering down a path and with a with a cute logo of Fable with no dates and no nothing. Like you, if you want to give me 90 minutes of stuff, you got to give me 90 minutes of stuff I'm playing in this open cavern of a year that you haven't filled with anything but daily logs for freaking starfield okay i know great i'm super pumped for what i think starfield might be which by the way they need to give me some gameplay of starfield so that i'm not here i'm excited for starfield that game that i've watched two minutes of in-game footage of with a guy walk up to a ship and all these you know you need to give me a reason to to prop this game up uh on this podcast and on our twitter because right now I'm not doing that. I'm saying, yeah, it looks like it could be a great game. I'm really excited because of the developer that is behind it. But I also know that that developer sometimes stumbles and puts out some buggy poo. Okay? So let's be honest. Um, You're right, Hambone Johnny. If you give me 40 minutes of Starfield, then I'll be bitching on the other side of this coin and saying, why'd you give me so much gosh darn Starfield? I'm done, I promise. Um, All I can say, this Xbox owned 23 studios. If you want to give each studio four minutes, that, <laughs> gets, minutes. You 90, that gets you 90 minutes of airtime. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. But but Hambone's not wrong. For those listening, Hambone says uh, 40 minutes on Starfield. He, he's not wrong. I mean, I mean, uh, if Starfield needs to be there and it's going to get its due, it's I hope it's not 40 minutes, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was somewhere in the five to tenner. 
um, just on Starfield, whatever else Bethesda wants to to show or drop or hint. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's where I'm at. Are we are we hoping for like back to back reels, or are we hoping for like um, a brief in- interview with a developer or publisher or studio to kind of give a quick no bit of gist about it? Yeah, do not yeah, give cool. me an interview. I do not want to listen to some guy <laughs> wax on about how it was a great challenge and look what we've done. And I mean, I get it. He's a creator. These things are great. They're like, listen, oh, we did this. You know, if I created it, I'd be the same way. I'd want to tell you how hard it was, how great it was, how it's my passion project. And there's a space for that. Just just, just like we did at the start of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just I asked the question that's, and I instantly a, thought that's that. That's a fair point. We just did. <laughs> that's a fair point. Just, there's, some, there's probably some of our listeners that were griping about that. Fair enough. Um, but no, that's just not the space for it. Like, that's the space for those star logs, right? Let let whoever the audio engineers are wax on about why, you know, what they did and how they did it in this orchestra and all that stuff. Don't do it in a showcase where you got a bunch of people who are pumped to see stuff. They want to see stuff, yeah. not hear about how they created it. Give, give, give me an excited host who's going to like, be like, yes, this game's awesome. You know, we're really happy. This is world premiere. Boom, 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 boom. And back to back reeled me with like absolute bangers with solid dates. And then over the next two weeks, drop me a load of YouTube videos with like sit down talks with the developers and the publishers and yeah. and the studio, because I'm more likely to go and watch that in my free time. than I am to be excited about that interview while waiting for the next great thing that you're going to show me. Yep. I totally agree. Maybe after the 90 minutes, Xbox can make a tree case. Show tree, a tree. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) No, but you're right. Having their own version. Basically, they're having their own version of the Nintendo Treehouse, which I don't know if that's still a thing anymore. But uh, yeah, that makes sense. And then you can go into all those details. Um, And that, you know, that's the way to do it. You know, show that game footage for the people who want to know the deep and uh, dives of all the mechanics and blah, 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 blah. I think it's right. Anyways, anything else before we move on? Nope. That's 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 all the top stories for me. Acquisition Watch! All right. Hey, remember that uh, that that the publisher, that developer, I don't even know what these people are, that we loved so much. We always talk about those guys, the Embracer Group. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> that, that, I had no idea. <laughs> you, mean, you, you mean THQ Nordic AB? Yeah, huh? the GABXTY Nordic HTHA, the whole alphabet. That's them. You know, I don't know who these people are, but they own like. A crud ton of studios. I love how Microsoft's like, people are like, well, Microsoft owns all of the video game and they're just too big and blah, blah, blah. And Embracer's over here like, yep, they do. We'll take them too. Don't worry about me. (laughs) So just really quickly off the headline of their actual webpage, the 12,500 people in the employment, 119 development studios, 10 operative groups, and 850 IPs. So, you know, for somebody that kind of went under the radar until recently with this acquisition, they've done very well. Do you think they the knew? Least. Do you think they knew they were like, hey, really, nobody knows who we are, but once we buy these people, everybody... Do you think they thought they would just be able to take it? Okay, so wait, first off, back up for listeners who don't know. So Embracer Group has acquired Crystal Dynamics, um, IDOS, and man, I, I meant to look it up. One other uh, uh, studio, and I can't remember the name of it. Basically, this gives um, them the rights to stuff like Tomb Raider. Yeah, Square Enix Montreal, wasn't it? 
Oh, is that it? Okay, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, no, that wasn't even anywhere in my brain. Um, so, so this gives them access to a lot of games that that people grew up loving, like Tomb Raider and stuff like that. Um, I'm not gonna lie, that's the only one I care about of this whole list. And I, I mean, I haven't. I'm not even like a big Tomb Raider fan. Like, I haven't played it in years. But when I look at that list, that's like the tops for me. I mean, yeah. I mean, they 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 had. They've got Gearbox in there, which, you know, for people that play Far Cry, they they are sat behind Far Cry. That's one of their titles. Um, you know, people who like mobile games, you've got things like Easy Brain that do like all the little kind of quick puzzle game, daily puzzle games and stuff like that. Um, Cock Media, they're, you know, and Deep Silver, they've got some great stuff sat there in the background. So they have a good selection of studios that you know i've heard about i've played great games i've enjoyed that i haven't thought they're behind it yeah i mean i've never even heard of these people um and it's just no. like i literally woke up and i was like the Impracer group who are these people like i mean and i had to search them and then i found them and i was like they own all of this like are you serious um i mean yeah it's just it's just really interesting to me and now why do you think it is that Embracer, this Embracer group buys? Um, let me let me flip this around. If Microsoft would have acquired uh, Square Enix or not Square Enix, I'm sorry, uh, Crystal Dynamics, IDOS, and and Square Enix Montreal, I do not believe that they would have gotten the same. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, why why it's does like, Embracer group get a pass and and Xbox gets like smeared? Exactly. I ask you the question, ever play Goat Simulator? Yes. Embrace a group. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, how would you have known? Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they own Coffee Stain, which is a developer behind Goat Simulator. Yeah, and they, they seem like, very content to not have their name in title. Like, I cannot remember playing a game where I was, it was like, you know how normally there's the developer and then there's the publisher? It'll be like Coffee Stain. And then you'll see like the publisher. I never said, I never went a game. Be like, oh yeah, the Embracer group. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I rem- No, I've never seen this. Maybe it's there and Saints I just Ro- missed it. Saints Row, big game. There's a big following for that. Embracer group. It's like, it, they are everywhere. They're like, what, what haven't they touched? You know, but they're there. I don't know how they've gone under the radar so far, but it's just a, it's just a massive collective of of game of developers and studios that they have that have done some really good games that they've kept really quiet about. And this this acquisition has just kind of put them in the spotlight, mm-hmm. which is great. It's fantastic. It's good news for them. Bring it on. Let's see what else they can do with with stuff like that. And if they bring out another Tomb Raider in the next two years, and it, is as good as previous Tomb Raiders are better. Hell, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm totally with you. Um, now, I will say, maybe this is the way you do this. Maybe this is, you know, the benefit, and maybe there are pros and cons to people like Phil Spencer, right? I mean, it would be nice if Xbox could take on a studio, uh, acquire a studio, and then just let them be the studio and not not get in their way and not be the news, right? But 
that's never going to happen because of where Xbox is. And Phil Spencer doesn't, I don't think, want that. Um, he, you know, he is the news. He wants to be there and he feels like he can help that deal. But maybe this is the way it should be done. You know, these guys are just out there saying, hey, let us help you make games. We'll acquire you. We'll shut up. It's your studio. You do what you want. We don't want to get in your way. And as long as you make us money, we're happy. And, you know, we don't need to be in the limelight. Just make us money. That's all we want. Yeah. I mean, did if if it wasn't for the fact that they had the Tomb Raider franchise in this acquisition, do you think it would have got as much recognition as it got? No. No, not even. No. Because I'm just to spout, because we've got these numbers in the dock under the news bulletins, but we might as well stick them in with this. Um, Tomb Raider, since ni- the original night, like, you know, Triangle faced and everything else, Lara Croft appeared on our screens back in 1996, which absolutely boggles my mind that it was in 1996 there. I was sat playing Tomb Raider with my dad. You know, they sold 88 million copies of the franchise between now and then. Um, the I can't remember when the trilogy, the, the trilogy remaster was released, but that trilogy remaster was almost 30% of those sales in the last three years. So it was a very clever purchase for the Embracer group to go and do because... People, they, they, they maybe sat back and watched how many people bought the, the remaster of those games and went, oh, people really have this great following for Tomb Raider, but it's not done anything of great, massive note with its new IPs recently. We could have this and we could, you know, even if they go back and remaster some of the originals with like the Unreal Engine and stuff like that and just push that out, they'll make a lot of money. Yeah, so I'm on it. It's very clever. It's, it's interesting to sit back and watch. I'm, you know, I'm on the kind of eat my popcorn and sit and watch kind of mm-hmm. deal with this. I'm going to see if I can do something crazy, Sean. Um, now, oh. yeah, I know you should be nervous, but <laughs> okay, I'm throwing this up on on OBS right now. For those of you who want to, this piece right here of studios is the Embracer Group. It, I mean, look at that. Then you have EA. People always bitch about Tencent. That's what they own. And then you have Microsoft over here. EA doesn't even make the list, I don't think. Oh, no, EA's down here. Duh, sorry. I just said that. Um, Sony owns a little piece of the pie. Ubisoft owns a decent bit. But look at Microsoft. I don't know, man. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me that this is here. And for listeners in the podcast, uh, let me try to be a little bit more specific. Embracer Group owns about a third of the developers in, in the pie of developers exist in existence i'd say oh i'd say microsoft is close to an eighth to a tenth maybe something like that um and we'll post this we'll post this or actually i'll just retweet this because i don't want to i don't want to take credit for this um this was generation x gamer who i think at least he retweeted it so i'll retweet his deal and so you guys can look at it go on our go on our twitter if you want to see it um i'd say yeah but it's very much a circle i'd say they're taking up at least 80%, 80%, like 80 degrees of that circle. Yeah. If you were to do draw a circle, cut an 80 degree chunk out of that circle and hold it. That's how much they have. Another way Which to say it, Sean, is they're taking up ton. Yeah, it is. They're taking up a puke worthy amount of pie. Like, I mean, if it was a pie and you ate that amount of pie, you probably would puke. Okay. I'm just going to say. So, because so, I know Hambone's in the chat and I know Hambone's are great listeners. What kind of pie? <laughs> That'd be a bad idea. <laughs> All right, sorry. So that's my that was my very crude attempt to uh, to show something real quick. Anyways, 
Uh, anything else on the Embracer group before we uh, we we move on and off? No, I, it's great. It took the the whole huge discussion between Sony and Microsoft or who owns this and who's going to buy that next, and people have kind of gone, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's totally <laughs> so, true. Yeah, I'm 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 super excited to see what's going to come of that. Um, it should be great. And yes, I condone the comment from Hammond Johnny. If it's going to be any pie, apple pie. I'm good with that, as long as it's Dutch style. I want the little crumbly stuff on top. God, how do we get to food? It's Hambone's fault. Have you ever noticed this? Whenever Hambone's here, man. That's a good that's a good problem to have, though, Hambone. We love you. Just just to distinguish, that's not a pie, that's a crumble. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's not a pie. That's a pie? Hambone? Is that a no, is that a pie no. or a crumble? Pies, pies have pastry crust and a pa- and, and stuff like a crumble doesn't. No, 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 no. This has a pie crust. It just has a crumbled top. Oh, that that blows my British mind. <laughs> <laughs> you can have both. You can have both, buddy. We call it a uh, what? We call I'm, it a I'm Dutch 200... apple pie. Is what we call it. Uh, you, you can't do that to me. I'm two hundred and thirty pounds as it is. If I can have <laughs> both pastry and crumble, I'm just going to be a fat mess come Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, Dutch apple pie, baby. It's got the crust and it's got the crumble. It is. It is divine. I mean, if you get it right, it, it's in, for, to me, it's the best pie there. <laughs> Double pie. That's right. That's right, Hambo. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, well, we we got the food topic in. As long as we got to that, that's all that matters. Um, why do we call this Game Pass News? Uh, anyways, anything else before we, uh, we move off of Acquisition Watch and on to our Xbox Spotlight, which is games that we have been playing. No, no, I'm good. Let's move. Let's move on before I get <laughs> before you go eat a Dutch apple pie. Man, you got to look this up, Sean. I'm sure somebody around you makes this thing. And if not, I will send you the recipe, and you can start making them. People probably buy them. You make like tons of cash. Um. Uh. Why? Well, I don't know. Why don't you go first? Ah uh, no. Okay. Um, Unless you don't want. So. To. <laughs> I no. I I when I started this doc, I had I had one game that I played. And by the time we've got to this evening, which is like four days later, I now have a list. So I have played Bugsnacks. Bugsnacks dropped. Um, I watched a video that Justin made. I thought, this is an interesting game. I'll give it a go. Um, I got hooked. I got well and truly hooked. The, the, the whole mechanics in that game is hilarious. So you get lots of different tools. Um, there's a grappling gun. There is, you can set up like a a plunger with a tripwire to trip the bug snacks up to catch them. Um, you get a bug snack in a ball that you can fire the different sources onto and kind of lead other bug snacks around to capture them. And then you have to kind of combine everything together. So there's like there's certain bug snacks that you kind of have to use a launch pad, which is another tool that you get. You put your trap on top of the launch pad and then lure them somewhere else with the sauce, with the slingshot that you get. And you kind of like, you have to spend time looking at the pattern of how this books networks and, and gets around. I mean, I can remember messaging you on Discord and saying, it's like Pokemon. It, it, and it really is in the fact that there's so much different stuff to capture. Um, and you have to kind of figure out the best way to capture it. It's hilarious. It's good fun. So that side of it's great. The whole mechanics behind the game, how you capture everything. Everything's first person, and it's just good fun. Then comes the characters in the game, 
there is an absolute plethora of different characters, all with different personalities from there's a farmer that's very like set in his ways, very grumpy to Chandler, which seems to be Twitter's favorite one. And he's like the jock and he's really big at lifting, lifting and everybody's like, you know, everyone's got the last nickname of dog. So it gives a lot of like, um, Hey dog and stuff like that to everything. And he's really funny. Um, so the characters are in a great, and then you move on to the storyline, which is interesting. Um, to do this without with minimal spoilers, from the trailer of the game, you figure out that you play a journalist. That journalist goes to the, the island, um, Snacktooth Island, to follow an explorer called Elizabeth. Once you're there, you, you, you kind of... You know, you're introduced to the bug snacks and how they work and things like that. And then there's a there's a darker side to that story about are the bug snacks good for you? Are the good bug snacks not good for you? Are they, you know, what kind of role do they play in the world? And then there is another one on that where there's the history of different explorers that have been to the island prior to you getting to the island. It's just really deep. There's so many like if you follow us on Twitter, you'll have seen the conversation that I had with Young Heroes, which is a developer behind the game. Horses, There's right? So many young horses, young horses, young heroes. Sorry, young horses. Um, the, there is so many levels to this story. It's great. It's hilarious. I've had a great time playing it. I played Bug Snacks to fruition. I finished the game, and then moved on to the DLC, which is Big Snacks, which adds a completely other like mechanic to capturing everything because. In the title, Big Snacks, everything is huge. You can't capture everything because it's massive. Um, you have to use a shrink. So you have to use shrinking powder to shrink the big snacks down to bug snacks to capture the bug snacks. And you have to figure out how to do that as well because a lot of them try to avoid you and some things like that. So that's really interesting. And I play the mm-hmm. DLC to fruition. It's great. It's fantastic. It's a hilarious game. I just go play it. I know it's our game of this month to the Achievement Hunters. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it is so much fun. I it's good to play with the kids. I sat and then I played a lot of it in front of Emily and Logan. They thought it was hilarious because the names of bug snacks, like there is a, a bug snack which runs around and it rams you, and it's called a burger, a bunk, so it's called a bunga, and it's a burger in a in a wrapper with cheat with fries for like curly fries for feet. And oh, stuff it's like so that. good. That's so good. And it and it, run, and it runs around the screen going bunga 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 bunga. And Emily's just Emily, Logan thought it was hilarious because he thought it was saying bum 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 at first, but then Emily thought it was funny because of what it was saying and how it acted. And then I made burgers for us the other night, and as I was serving the burgers, I just stood there going bunga 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 bunga, and they were all increases. <laughs> so it's it's a good game that's to play great. with kids. Um, but yeah, that was that's my that's been my main game for this week. Such a good a great game to play. Um, in the previous podcast, I said I had Seven Days to Die downloaded, which is the whole like survival horror kind of game. Um, don't play it. <laughs> it's it's honestly very very difficult. I haven't. I, I did not enjoy my time with it. It's yeah, very... I've heard that a lot on Twitter uh, too. That it's yeah. just not great. The, the, there isn't a great amount of direction to the game or tutorial. Uh, it's very glitchy. The graphics aren't great. It's just very clumsy. It's not mm-hmm. good. 
at all. Um, I literally I played it for all of 15 minutes. Um, I think the first task you have to do when you launch the game is you have to harvest plant fibers, but they don't tell you how to do that. So I spent 10 minutes running around and then I figured out I could punch plants on the floor and that would give me plant fibers. So I made a bedroll out of plant fibers and then had to place the bedroll. But it doesn't tell you how to do that either. So I spent ages just spinning this bed around in the sky and then all of a sudden it got stuck in the graphics. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst, man. Also, so in, the, enjoy that. in the video I watched, the guy... I mean, this is so old school, like like even not maybe 90s for first person. The guy has his hand out so you can see it via the camera. Like, the, by the guy, I mean your player. But his hand never moves. So he apparently is running with his arm out extended like like so out in front of him. And when he's running, it's not like running back and forth like you would run, like you're, you know, one arm extended yeah. and the other. No, his one arm's just like, <laughs> it's just so weird. It's like, man, yeah. that's so old. That's so old. That hasn't been the way things have been forever. I don't know. It's just, it's even, crazy. Even Goldeneye on the N64 had the running bob. Yeah. The weapon would bounce up and down. Yeah. This doesn't have that. So <laughs> it's missing so much. It's like, I don't know. It's so funny. It's just, it's just weird. Yeah, it's it. It has its issues for sure. I saw that too. Definitely. Uh, the next game I play, I've uh, all I've played of it is ten fifteen minutes before we we start doing the podcast. Uh, it's Trek to Yomi. Uh, my f- literal like first fifteen minutes impression of this game is black and white cinematic piece of gold. The the imagery is fantastic with the game. The the switch between three D and two D running around is fantastic. The combat is simple the tutorial guides you through that really well you kind of start off in a jodo and you're using wooden sticks with the sensei and he's kind of teaching you a bit of the samurai action so you learn how to do the controls with that um after that it becomes very like uh i've died a lot so far because it's very difficult to read didn't help that I had headphones in and I wasn't really paying attention to the, the the sounds of the game, but it's very difficult to react to who you're battling when you start fighting. But it, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I quite like it. I like samurai style games as much as I don't like anime. I like samurai stuff. Um, so I'm going to, I'm interested to play this quite a bit. So yeah, if it I'll... wasn't for the fact that it was, it's going to be like close to 2 a.m. by the time we get finished. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd play some before I go to bed. So. Yeah. Yeah, I want to play this one. Uh, I at least try it. I don't know if it'll be a game that I finish, but I at least want to give it a go and put some time into it. Um, so yeah. open, open crit. I think open crit, give it a seven out of ten. So. Oh, really? That's good. I yeah, mean, that's that's but, OK. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other two games, these are heading over to the switch. I finally, finally finished Mario Golf Rush. Oh, if it's called that, I can't remember if it's called that. I finally finished that. I got to Platinum. I finished the game. Um, I know it's very old now in terms of things, but I thought I'd give it a go. Um, so I've enjoyed that. I forgot how much fun that game was. And then the other one is with the Nintendo Switch Online. I was listening to the Nintendo Dads podcast and they started talking about Mario Spinball being available. I've gone back and I play that and throughout my childhood... You mean Sonic Spinball? Finished... What? I did, did I say Sonic Pinball? You said Mario. Mario, Mario or Sonic? Anyway, Sonic Spinball. Um, 
I've never been able to get past the first level throughout my childhood. I'm now on the third level. Woo! Helped ma- helped massively by the fact that you can rewind and do safe states. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah. <laughs> I've, I've forgotten how great <laughs> and how difficult that game is. So, yeah, but that, that's all I've been playing this week. Yeah, um, that's a lot, man. I mean, you've been busy. That's uh, that's pretty sweet. Well, um, the, the thing is, I haven't been busy, so I've been able to play loads of stuff. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, speaking of Sonic, I'll jump. I'll jump from your Sonic to my Sonic. Uh, we finished Sonic Sonic Forces. Uh, me and my son. Uh, that's a game I bought for him ages ago because he was into Sonic when he was like five and he was like, this game's too hard. And then we just dropped it. So I, I, I've been trying to find games that, that are in the backlog and, and finish them. So, so we took that one on and finished that. <clears throat> um, uh, for Xbox, I have just been hitting lost and random with all, with any time I have down here. Uh, I've been, bu- I've also been busy with not only work, but making sure that we're, we're set up for season two. So I haven't got as much time as I probably normally would. Um, but, so my thoughts on Lost and Random is this. The story in that game, this is this is a different one for me. The story pulls me forward in that game where the gameplay, the game, the combat has kind of gotten stale. It was really in, in uh inventive, creative. It, it it was fun in the beginning, but there's a lack of different enemies, um quite frankly. There's a lot uh they don't even like vary the same enemy. You know how like in Zelda, you got like the Bokoblin, but he's red, green, you know, whatever. And he just kind of gets harder and harder. Uh, they don't do that in this one. So now I have all six dice. I have all six pips on my dice. So I can roll a six. I can basically attain all my cards and just like mow down all the enemies with, you know, I get like, because what you do, how the combat works is you roll this dice and let's say you get a four. And in the very beginning, you can only get a one or a two. And you you progress through these different lands, which are named after the different sides of a dice. So, you know, like one croft, two burg, three something or other, four town, you know, five. I'm in five troplets right now. So um, and as you progress, the the card numbers don't get crazy. Like, I don't have a card that I can pull. That's anyway. Sorry, let me I'm, I'm bouncing too much. You throw the dice and you say you get a four and then you look at your cards. You have you have like five cards. Each card has a different point number. So let's say I want a lance, which is two, and then I have a health card, which is one, and uh, and like a bomb card, which is one. So I can pull all three of those cards, spending all four of my dice points. Well, now I have six. I can only have like I think it's six cards up is what you have at one time. I uh, and I can get like bonus bonus points now because I have uh, I have buffers, and I can basically get all the I can get my lance. I can get my I can get a bomb. I can get my arrow. I take out everybody. And so I don't know. The combat didn't progress with the story is, I guess, my point. And I should have just said that. Um, so the enemies aren't getting harder, but I'm getting stronger. And so now I just really am playing this game because I want to see what happens with my sister and the queen. Um, and because the story is really good, like, I really enjoy going through the story, learning about this quirky land, uh, finding out where I'm going next, helping these people. How does it in, how and they a lot of times they circle back into different into different lands. So like I met somebody in two town and now they're in now they're in five tropolis. And also this will be the last thing I say on this one. 
and I find this to be, I, I am really interested to know how many times I can affect this, but so I have this, I have this guy who I need to get his, like his, like childhood doll for him. Right. Um, and he's really nervous that I'm going to assassinate him. I'm going through trying to be nice. And he's like, Hey, if you get me the doll, then I'll, I'll give you what you need to move forward. And finally, I kind of got a, I kind of got a little like, whatever, I don't care, man. I keep talking to you. You keep saying the same thing. And so he was like, are we good? And I could have said, yeah, I'll get the doll. But another option was, no, I'm just going to assassinate you. So I was kind of sick and tired of him. And I was like, I'm done. So instead of saying, yeah, we're good. I'll get the doll. I chose the assassinate. And then it started a whole new chain of conversation with him where he was like, no, 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 don't assassinate me. And I was like, well, I'm going to now. It's too late. And so I just went through this chain of just to see what would happen at this point. And by the time I got to the end of it, he was like, okay, fine. Here's the item. So I didn't have to go get the doll. Like, like, so it's very interesting. Like how you choose to do your text chain can change what you do or don't have to do. So anyways, uh, that's lost in random and I am enjoying it. Um, I'd say it's a good game. Uh, I wouldn't call it like a great game. Um, Switch Sports. Oh my gosh, we love this game. Yeah, all right. Sean's got his Sean's got his Switch Sports bracelet bonus pre-order. Piece. I haven't taken this thing off since day of release. <laughs> well, I don't know what to say about that. Um, you should probably watch That's that, Sean. Not, it, it showers with me. Don't worry. <laughs> um uh man we we are loving we are loving this game so much um i know people are having a bunch of issues with this online thing i'm sorry for you for y'all um See, if it doesn't work I, out I, I don't care i, I love it i i just i don't know what the issue is with i played one online game it was fun i won it was bowling i, I think i, I bowled a 186 or something like that mm-hmm. which is quite close to what the dads after dark are asking for so it was quite simple no no they want 250 they want 250 yeah that's close 186 (laughs) (laughs) you should just submit it for the bounty and be like listen i'm not far off just give it to me (laughs) yeah i won last time so you know Um, but yeah it, it is good um i've played a few bits the volleyball was interesting trying to get emily to to learn the volleyball. I haven't tried the, so- they're the only two we've tried is bowling and volleyball so far. Um, oh. the, the kids are only interested in playing the bowling because for Logan, it's dead simple and easy to kind of yeah. do. Yeah. So my daughter's having but, trouble with the hold the button, hold the button. Actually, she's not having trouble with hold the button. What she wants to do is when she flicks forward, she wants to it. let go. Yeah. And it's like, yep. no, no, no. Exactly the same experience with Logan. Yeah. Uh, The only thing I can think is that you need to hold the button so that it can see what happens to your wrist at the very end. Because otherwise it's like, well, why why do I have to hold the button that long? Like, why why can't I just like let go? Because you you, you wouldn't. The the thing with Logan is when we, we have taken him bowling in real life and he's kind of got the idea of I need to let go yeah. of the ball. It to go. and that's intuitive so mm-hmm. it's counterintuitive to kind of have to let go of something so. yeah but, but yeah um as for the unlocks which is what most people are complaining about mm-hmm. um i mean i played the one online game and the one thing i unlocked for a bald guy who does not have the option to be bald in his game um, i unlocked a covid safe mask there you go now see i know it's <laughs> oh, yeah 
post post pandemic, and the first thing I unlock is a mask. Um, um, but if you're going to play a lot of this online, and you can play it online with with family as well, yeah, with um, one other person, know, you can play online. Yeah, I know. Is it John's moaned that it's kind of locked to the account that you unlock it with? Yeah, well, but, yeah, that was Drew. Yes, yeah, he has. Sorry. Yeah, Drew has made that complaint. Um, but if you've got child accounts set up, so like all my kids, Jay or Emily and Logan are all set as child accounts. The unlocks stick with them. So when they unlock something, it sticks with them because like mm-hmm. Emily's played with me. I think she unlocked another bowling ball. She got quite lucky with the first one. She got pink and you know, a really nice, brightly colored bowling ball. Nice. I can't use her bowling ball, but she can use it and it's kind of it's locked to them. So Yeah. So here's the thing they didn't do well. I don't have a problem with this, but they did not um they did not communicate well how this was going to work. And that's on Nintendo. Uh I don't have an issue with it, but if this is what you're going to do, which is basically make it like the Fortnite of Switch Sports, to be honest. I mean, it's just like, you know, that's what it is. You go and you hop in, you play around, if you win, you get an extra you get some more XP. You get XP no matter what, but if you win, you get a little bit more. And once you get enough, you unlock something, and it's kind of like a, a gra- it's a roulette wheel of what you unlock in this grouping, um, and that's fine. But they they didn't really talk about that in any marketing trailer that I saw. They didn't bring up like, hey, there's unlockables, and this is how you're going to do it. Like that's that's something that you probably should have told the people before you asked them to buy your game. And so well, for me, this doesn't surprise me for Nintendo. They never had, they hardly ever lower the price of the main games. You know, you, they very rarely lower the price of the hardware. So why are they going to make you a game where everybody can unlock everything very easily and you can share it between you? This, is, to me, is a very Nintendo move. That's really? A, see, I don't see that. I think know, this is a very make, un-Nintendo move. Let's make... Depends on how they base the numbers. If they want to base the amount of people that have played the game linked to a Nintendo account, the best way to do it so then everybody can unlock as many things as they want is to have more people via their Nintendo account playing the game. So for numbers, it looks better for them. So yeah. if you want to run a business, so that for me, if you're running a business and you want to say, well, so many people with a Nintendo account have played this game, there you go. Yeah, and, and you- for them to have to for them to be able to play online, you have to have the Nintendo online. So you need to be part of the NSO family. That also falls into that category that so we've got so many NSO players playing online to unlock all our stuff because you can't unlock it playing single player. Otherwise, right, that's just everybody would do. So but here's it's the-, the best way of making using their online service and getting as many numbers through the game as possible. But here's my. My 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 question. One, I agree with you. Business it b- makes business sense a lot. It's going to push their NSO, just like you're saying, hundred percent. But what? But I don't agree that this is a very Nintendo move. Because when's the last time? When? What's the last Nintendo game that's done this? I mean, Mario Kart unlocks. Everybody gets whatever unlocks. Um, I cannot think of a Nintendo game where they locked the unlockables behind your character, and your character had to have the NSO. App. This is a new. This is a new Nintendo to me. I don't. I can't think of a game that that happened. Yeah, but this is the first Nintendo game where they've had the ability to do something like this. But like, mm-hmm. you've you've mentioned Mario Kart, but Mario Kart is 
it is different because that was before NSO was large. So if you want to mm-hmm. go for any large Nintendo online game that they have released, this is the first one of the lot. So I think we're going to see more of Nintendo doing this. If they were to release a new Mario Kart in the next eight to 10 months, they'd have a very similar way of managing it. Yeah, you could be right. This is, this is I think, going to be a hard pill for Nintendo fans to swallow. I, I don't think you're wrong about what you're saying. Um, and you're right. I mean, they couldn't do that with Mario Kart because Mario Kart was out before NSO was out and they didn't have that infrastructure. Now they do. And if this is how they're going to do it, um, it's almost going to be, you know, I mean, one, they need to be more transparent about it, in my opinion, uh, and say, listen, if you want to get the full experience for this game, you're not only paying for the game, you're also going to pay for every person that you want to play it to have an NSO account. Um, not just one at account, least, but everybody. At least, at least when you're playing it, as long as you've got the NSO and you are the main person that launched the game. So, like, if I launch the game, um, Emily can play online with me and unlock stuff, even though she is she isn't under the umbrella of the NSO. Well, I don't know if that's true, Sean. It's true because her her, Ninten- her Nintendo account is the one that I've pulled over from her mum's Nintendo account. I thought Ariel couldn't play with me because she didn't have an NSO app. Man, I don't know. Okay, now we're, now we're in sketchy territory. I'm not sure. Hey, well, we'll leave that to the, the Nintendo. Does that's to right. That that's out, right. There you go. for them. No, they, we'll just send a question to them. They're, they're podcasting either now or soon. I don't know which. One of the two. Um... I saw a soon thing, I thought. Anyways, um, so Ring Fit, last thing real quick. I won't spend a lot of time. Uh, I want to beat this game, and I'm fat. And so those two things go together really well. (laughs) Um, So so, uh, I thought, what the hey, you know, I'll start playing this game in a half an hour a day until I beat the thing. So far, I'm I'm doing, you know, pretty good. So we'll see. See how that continues. All right. That's that's my Xbox spotlight. There you go. I'll post my I'll post my weight up here every week. That'll that that'll that'll make me do it. I'll just like <laughs> Um What's next? Bring, Kudos uh, to that, because that, that game's difficult. So. Yeah, I, I actually really enjoy it. I don't really know why I stopped playing it, to be fair. Uh, Animal as, Crossing. As, That's why. Now I remember. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing. As as I joked, that makes my skin cry. <laughs> that is totally true. Uh, what are we at? We are at a minute. We are at a minute. We're at an hour. And so what is coming up in the games? What do we got? Uh, we talked about Trek to Yomi. Uh, also out is Loot River, which is, uh, in, uh, a roguelike game. Uh, Floppy Knight is out this week. Floppy Knights is out this week. A turn-based strategy deck builder. Um, and then Citizen Sleeper, which, to be honest, I don't really remember much about. Citizen Sleeper is like a, a bit of a narrative style game. So if you like, oh, Life is Strange, True Colors, you're going to like this. You don't, it isn't as graphically as amazing. It's quite close to maybe, you know, going towards the 16-bit kind of look graphical-wise. Uh, but if you like narrative gameplay, Citizen Sleeper is one for you to play. It's got a bit of a... Uh, a cyberpunk twist to it i think so what is dice the new thing i'm just looking at like a silent trailer here and the first thing i see is roll your dice i don't know what that's about but uh <laughs> geez, oh, freddy 
What's going on with that? Um, coming out next week. Yeah, sorry. Coming out next week, This War of Mine. We talked about this. This is a game that I just can't. I mean, nothing against these guys or this game or if you want to play it. But it literally is like, I don't know, it's just too close to Ukraine for me. You are not a soldier. You are a band of citizens in a war-torn, invaded land, and you have to try to live. I'm sorry, that just sounds too much like news. Um, But if you're into it, it's there. It'll come out May 10th. Um, Ayadin Chronicles. Uh, Man, I really want to play this game. I I saw a trailer of it, Sean. I don't know if you know that, but I saw a trailer. (laughs) I I think I might have seen a trailer for it too. (laughs) I saw a trailer for this game, and it looks darn good. I thought it was turn-based. Now that it's an, I know it's an action RPG. Heck yeah! I, you know, the only thing that might like like hamper my excitement is if I go on to how long to beat, and they tell me it's like a hundred and fifty hour RPG. I don't know if I got the time or the will for that. But um, man, it looks good. So there you go. Yeah, look, looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the the thing that that turned me off is that it was going, it could possibly turn base, and now it's not. Mm, maybe. Maybe. I like it. I'll take maybe. Um, and so will they, because they have to. Um, uh, Rampa. I don't know anything about this game. I hear people talk about this stuff all the time. I don't know jack diddly about what Rampa is. Rampa. This kind of this, this just appeared. This wasn't no, like, there was nothing in the notes from Xbox Wire or anything about this, or any tweet about it, until literally they dropped that, that photo of games that were coming, and this was on there. And it was like, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it looked, uh, man, it looks very anime. So there's that. And then for Chris NHL, NHL, I know he's he doesn't want this. He wants 94. I get it. But too bad, Chris. You get what you get. You don't throw fit. That's what I tell my kids. Um, NHL 22. <laughs> NHL 22 is coming out next week as well. Um, if 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 you have Ultimate, because that's an EA, EA Play Gameroo, yeah. so... Only if you have ultimate, you get that one. That that's coming to console only, and that is a day one release as well. So you get that with as it's come out everywhere else. Thanks to we like day one releases. Yeah. Anything if else? Anything like if I'm going to say if that NHL 22 is anything like the show, it means the whole um, Twitter page for Game Pass is going to be all like blue or whatever color they choose for that because it's been the show has been red. The mm-hmm. whole baseball thing mm-hmm. for the last God knows how many weeks. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. I'm not gonna bet because I I don't I don't I don't tend to know Microsoft that much. I don't think Microsoft cares half as much about NHL 22 as they do the show. Not even <laughs> half as not even half as much as the fact that they got the show on Game Pass. They care way way more about that. That's my opinion. Uh, but I could be wrong. But I'm not. <laughs> um, so- okay. Yeah, that, I mean, we can very quickly. We we've had a, a quick question from uh, Hambone Johnny this week. That guy's great. Um, and it is great. He's a great guy. Makes great content. Mm-hmm. He's always he's great to have on the show. He's mm-hmm. always nice to talk to. And he always asks very interesting questions. He does. So, and the question for this week is, I don't know if you've seen it. I mean, I retweeted it for us on on mm-hmm. Twitter. But Xbox mm-hmm. have dro- dropped a competition that if you follow. Um, the uh, Xbox page and retweet the post that they've done with the following hashtags of Lego Star Wars, Xbox Sweet Stakes, and May the Fourth. 
um, you can win a chance of you entered a chance. Of, let's try that again. You are entered into the ability to have the chance to win one of twelve Star Wars Xbox Series S custom consoles and controllers. Uh, and the question that Hambone has asked is, which one of those Series S's would you be most interested in getting? Um. So listen, I'm not like a huge Star Wars guy. In fact, I'm going to really show how much I'm not a huge Star Wars guy because I don't even know the name of this little dude. The guy in the ball. What's the guy in the ball? BB-8. BB-8? BB-8, yeah. BB-8, okay. Uh, he's with one of the most recent ones, I think. I think also in the Mandalorian, I believe. Don't hold me to that because I lost interest in after pod racing. So, Gotcha. Yeah, that, that would probably be the one. But for my final answer, because John said if he won one, he would take it and he would sell his ex, I would just trade him. I'll be like, John, I want your ex and we'll trade and you can have my fancy Star Wars S and I'll take your ex and it'll be fantastic. Um, that's, what I, that's what I would do. But I don't know, you know, John might want money too. And I'm, I'm out on that. It's either fair trade <laughs> or nothing. In, uh, you see, for me, it would be the star, the uh, Stormtrooper. Everything else in my living room, apart from the Series X, is white. I've got the white OLED. The whole, like, Dude. woodwork in our living room is white, so I would have the white Stormtrooper. But I'd probably give it to Jaya. But then everything in her room is white. So, you know, just for go for aesthetically pleasing. Plus, I like Stormtroopers. I think they're hilarious. Um, they were always, Donald Azen did really well with, uh, was it Robot Chicken Star Wars? When he used mm. to do the help with the animation with that and the voices, he, he did a really good job with them and making them relatable and funny. Um, yeah, I think he actually gave a Stormtrooper a full like background with kids and a wife and stuff. And I, you, ever since then, I follow them with Stormtroopers and think they're really funny. So, I, lo- I love that you chose the one that's like the easiest for like for like four bucks in stickers. You could make that <laughs> like like because it's just it's like already looks like the S. Like I could just give me like just give me four dollars and I could buy some stickers and give you the S. I don't know. It's probably not white, white though, is it? It looks like it's like an off white. I think. Yeah, I think it it's a off, little different. White. Yeah, you're right. All right, fine. I got you some slack. Um, I think that's all of our party chat for today. Uh, we're already at a minute ten, so I don't know if we want to hold off on our questions for like the fiftieth week. Um, maybe, maybe <laughs> season three we'll get to them, Sean. That's what I shoot for. Maybe, yeah. Well, we we we. I, I put them in every week. Uh, uh, you put them in every week just because you never know. Xbox mm-hmm. sometimes have a quiet week mm-hmm. this week. With Not only have Xbox had a decent week with stuff, but we've got a lot of stuff going on that we talked about at the beginning of the show. So That's right. All right. Send us out. I think. Cool. So I'm gonna, I am very quickly going to recap. So our current month, this month, uh, for Achievement Hunters is book snacks. Get out there. Play the game. Rack up your achievements. Once you've got as far as you think you're going to get or by may 31st send us a screenshot of that over to our uh dis- over to us at discord or hit us up at twitter um and you know you're entered in remember every five points gets you one entry so the more you play the more you unlock the greater chance of winning that 15 that you know that sweet sweet 15 dollars so yeah um 
so as always the socials for us are at game pass news that's over at twitter youtube and twitch which is definitely important if you want to do the achievement hunters um if you want to you know help us get up there in the algorithm and you know win that 50 dollars of sweet sweet xbox money that you're going to get go give us a feedback give us some reviews over on Podchaser, Apple, they are the ones that we look at. They're the ones that count. If you want to join in on the chat and Discord and get your screenshots in, head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads. Little as dollar a month, you can join in and all the action on Discord. And you're automatically added in to the Discord if you subscribe to our Twitch, Twitch panel. Oh, my word. Twitch channel. Um, <laughs> thanks very much, Mr. Hambo and Johnny, for jumping in on the live chat this week. I realize that the Nintendo Dads might have gone a little bit earlier than the normal to accommodate the Mega Dad that they're having on. Um, so, but yeah, well, thank you very much, guys. And until next week, we shall see you later. See you later, guys. Your I and your E is mixed up, unless that's the English way to spell it. Let's cue it. No, the chief, right? Is it is it C H E I F or I thought it was C H I E F.
Uh, it's I before E. Oh, yeah. I before E. So it's <laughs> that was my favorite. You're like, I before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever.